Good evening. Welcome to the programme. So some good news tonight from Pakistan that all eight people who were dangling in a cable car hundreds of metres above a mountainous ravine have been saved. Five were rescued by helicopter, but tonight after the air crews were grounded by dusk and high winds, the team completed that rescue using a zipline. The six children had been on their way to school with two adults in a remote and mountainous region in the north of the country when two cables snapped. Our Pakistan correspondent Caroline Davies picks up the story. Sorry, I don't think we have that report. Let me just uh, uh, fill in some of the details for you. All six children and two adults uh, were rescued thanks to that zip wire rescue. There are the pictures here of the last people being uh, brought to land. Uh, Caroline Davis spoke to us a short while ago when news of that rescue broke. We have now just had confirmation that all of these individuals, this is six children and two adults, have now been brought safely back down. Um, now, this is obviously, I'm running in quickly to tell you this because we've literally just heard this news confirmed by the Interior Minister uh, and then subsequently by people on the ground uh, at, the, um, at the cable car site. We now know that those individuals are all off the cable car. The vast majority, of course, were rescued by locals and rescue workers who were um, taking them from from, um, from the cable car using a zip wire. Um, now, uh, initially we'd seen one rescue that had taken place with uh, an army helicopter uh, that had dropped a rope down and been able to take people out that way. One child was rescued that way, but the remainder through the zip wire system. Now, it seemed very difficult doing this with the helicopter because there were strong winds. There was a major concern uh, about the draft and the wind that was being created by the helicopter's blades as well on this very precariously hanging cable car. Uh, and it seems now that even though it is late at night here, it is uh, gone 11 o'clock at night here in Pakistan, uh, but that the final individuals are now out of the cable car uh, and um, are now safely and back on, uh, back on firm ground. Caroline Davis there with her instant reaction to that rescue. We have dusted off her report. Let's play that for you. Hanging over a perilous drop with just a rope to safety, as an army helicopter hovers over the cable car, a leap, then swept away to safety as the crowd cheers. This was the moment many hoped for, the first rescue after hours. Makeshift cable cars are common in the rural mountains of Pakistan, taking minutes over ravines while roads take hours. Children were on their way to school when one cable snapped. At first, army helicopters couldn't rescue them. Buffeted by winds, scared the downwash from the blades could make the situation worse. On the ground, frustration. After the first rescue, saving the others inside became more complicated. As the light went, the helicopters left, and instead, locals and rescue officials used a zip line, pulling another child to safety. Well, let's get some perspective on this with Jay O'Donnell. He's a former winchman with Cornwall and Devon Search and Rescue, ex-Royal Navy Search and Rescue. Thank you very much for being with us, Jay. Um, talk to me, first of all, about the, the early part of this rescue, because one of the difficulties for the Pakistani military was the downdraft from the helicopter at a time when they had these very high winds in that region. Yeah, I mean, a massive, massively challenging rescue um, from start to finish. Uh, great effort and, uh, and a great outcome but the uh, the aircraft side of things um, had so many challenges with the height of the aircraft 
what it was operating at and the, the engines that um, would be working at full tilt, really, to keep those aircraft in the air, not least the gusts of wind and, of course, the rotor downwash, which uh, could have caused major issues for the rescue and the cable car itself. What is the challenge for the winchman in a position like that? Um, <clears throat> it's, it's, it's a bit of an unknown. I, this is quite a unique job. I've done many many different uh, jobs uh, from ships to cliffs to uh, to all sorts. But um, to uh, go to a cable car that's dangling is quite unique. Um, so there's many unknowns and it would have meant a lot of planning uh, had to have taken place. And of course, the dangers to the winchmen, how do you get to them? How do you um, keep them safe? How do you stop them coming out before you're ready? And of course, your own protection of, of the, the wire. If the um, winch wire creates any sort of friction on the cable itself, you could you could part the winch wire and, and whoever's on the winch at the time could be at the bottom of the ravine. So a, a lot to think about. Yeah, because I imagine, I mean, I, I can't imagine what they were going through just dangling by that wire. But one of the dangers, presumably, to the winchman is, is panic, that they jump before he's ready. Yeah, jump, grab, uh, and all everything in between. And uh, we see this in rescues, uh, especially at sea. If you're stuck on a rock or a ship and it's going down, it, you know people don't react as you as you want them to and how you would expect them to. It's it's sort of every person for themselves, and so it's a real concern and something that you, you know the, the rescuer needs to think about to keep themselves safe. There was a moment tonight where we we thought three of the people, two of the children and the teacher, were going to be left behind, dangling there through the night because, of course, they couldn't get the aircraft off the ground, not in the darkness. Does it become a little bit easier for, for those on the zip lines if there are fewer people in the cable car? I, I guess so. I mean, you've got less weight on the cable car and, um, you know, maybe it, it swings more or less depending on the uh, strength of the winds. I mean, it's a fantastic effort and, I, and I'd be really keen to see how they got the zip wire set up. Um, and, and, of course, there was many questions of why why can't the air crew fly at night? And, of course, it depends on the equipment they've got and the training that they've had. And I'm interested that you say you're keen to see how, how they did this with the zip line. Does, in, in rare instances like this, is there a, is there a situation where teams swap notes and, and, and you learn from one another how to do something like this? Definitely, especially in the aviation community. We... We share a lot of information, especially um, incidents or prevent, preventable accidents and incidents, so that you learn from others' mistakes. And you know it's key because it's such a dangerous uh, area to work in. Um, and and I'd like to think the same of, of in these situations uh, here in Cornwall and uh, in fact all over the country. The um, Coast Guard search and rescue volunteers regularly train and uh, do sort of systems, rope systems to get up and down cliffs to people that are uh, normally inaccessible. And at worst case scenario, you'd have to launch a helicopter to them. So similar methods are are, um, are used in the UK, but uh, this is quite special having a zip line. And uh, yeah, it's intriguing. Yeah, incredible rescue. Uh, good to start the programme with some good news. Uh, Jay O'Donnell, thank you very much indeed. Thank you. Thank you.